plenty to get into. And we're going to do that uh, on the show this afternoon with a first-time guest here on Sports Drive. Uh, she is the Schools and Pathways coach at Tennis West. Does a great job for them. The lady I do speak of is Marissa Giannotti. Marissa, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, are you enjoying the tennis that's currently being played uh, over in France right now? Yeah, French Open's always a really exciting tournament. Um, obviously, a lot of the Europeans, they grew up playing on the dirt. So, um, yeah, it's it's always one that's so entertaining to watch. Who, who do you see in the women's competition as being the, the player to beat? Obviously, Igish Fiontek is playing outstanding, and she's the number one player in the world right now. But I've really liked the work of Arena Sabalenka in, in 2023, and she had a good win against uh, a quality player in Alina Svitolina in that uh, in that quarterfinal matchup. Obviously, Sviontek playing a bit later on this evening against uh, Coco Goff. Who are you liking in the women's side? Yeah, there's a, you've, you've mentioned a few good ones there. Iga's going to be tough to beat. She's, um, like you said, playing Coco tonight in the quarterfinals. She's only dropped nine games going into that match tonight. So um, she's in good form. Um, so that's a rematch of last year's final um, in the quarterfinals with Iga and Coco tonight. So... Um, that's probably going to be a good judgment of where Iga's form's at. Mm. Um, you did mention as well um, Sabalenka. She was on fire last night. She way too strong for Svitolina, who had also been in good form coming back from having a baby earlier this year. But, um, yeah, it's hard to look past Sabalenka and Iga. But let's not cut out Ons. Ons has good hands. Ons Jabur, sorry. She's in form as well. She's a crafty player and the crowd's really getting behind her, so it's pretty exciting. What are your thoughts on uh, Karolina Muhova, um, who is in the semi-final against um, Irina Sabalenka? Now, she's certainly a, t- a tennis player that has broken through, I think, in 2023. She's made the semi-finals in the Aussie Open and now, once again, in the French. So, what can you tell us about Karolina Muhova? Yeah, she's, she's an interesting one. Like you mentioned, she made the semis back in 2021 of the Aussie Open. Um, and here she is in the semi-final again this week. So um, she's obviously hoping to go on better. Um, but she's obviously playing some good tennis as well. She sort of made light work of um, Pavlachenkova last night. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's so hard to predict the women's. And um, I think anyone, anyone's in it at the moment. Yeah, really looking forward to uh, to seeing how it does play out. How about in the men's? Obviously, Novak Djokovic, um, when he's playing in a tournament, he is going to be the man to beat, but uh, certainly Carlos Alcaraz, the young gun from Spain, he's a bull, uh, similar to that of Rafael Nadal, who isn't competing in this tournament and, uh, well, won't be competing for a while in 2023. 2024 looks to be his last year. But, uh, yeah, who are you liking in the men's? Um, yeah, Novak, he, it wasn't all his way last night. He, he took a little bit to get going. He, he lost the first against Karen Kachanov, who's he's a quality player, obviously. We saw him. Um, dispose of um, Kokonakis earlier in the tournament. Um, so he took a little bit to get going, lost the first set, tiebreaker in the second set, um, ended up getting it done in four. Um, his matchup against Alcaraz is really interesting. Obviously, Carlos Alcaraz current number one in the world. Um, he made pretty light work of Stefanos Tsitsipas last night, who was also in pretty good form. Um, interesting matchup with these two. They've only ever played once before um, Alcaraz and Djokovic I speak of. Um, in the semis last year on the clay um, in the Madrid Masters. And Alcaraz leads that head-to-head 1-0. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, one, that's a popcorn match, that one. Um, we have Zver- Zveria playing tonight. He's on the other side of the draw. 
Um, also, Rune, that young um, Danish, Danish, he had a really good um, lead into the French Open. Um, and he plays Casper Ruud, who made the final last year. Um, so, yeah, there's still some really big contenders in the men's. But, I mean, hard to look past Djokovic. He's been there before and done it before. So, experience there with Djokovic. Yeah, it's a huge semi final matchup. Carlos Alcaraz versus Novak is just going to be one that you just pencil in. You want to sit down and watch that. It's 8.45 WA time on Friday. So Carlos Alcaraz versus Novak Djokovic is our first semifinal that we do know uh, will be taking place. Alex Verev, uh, he's an interesting one. He'll be playing uh, Thomas Echeverry a bit later on this evening. Is this a tournament that he could finally, you know, break through and finally win a Grand Slam at? Because he's certainly been a, a player that I think had a lot of potential. There's obviously been some off-court stuff that I guess, to, guess is maybe... Um, hurt him a little bit in, in in some ways, but could this be the tournament that we see him actually break through and win a Grand Slam? Yeah, of course. I mean, he's in the quarterfinals here. He's playing um, Echeverry, who is obviously having a good tournament. He's about 50 in the world. Um, so, I mean, his quarterfinal draw is pretty favouring ranking-wise. Um, he's probably got a big ask against Rune or Rude in the semi-final, but definitely, definitely players that he's probably got the upper hand against. So, probably the opportunity to get to the final. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's his breakthrough. Um, unfortunately, a year ago when he was playing, um, he did his ankle pretty badly um, at the French Open. So maybe this could be good for him. So maybe on the other side of it this year. Looking forward to uh, to seeing how the, uh, the singles do play out in the men's and the women's. We do have one Aussie left uh, in the women's doubles. Ellen Perez, she's through to the semifinals alongside her teammate uh, from the United States of America, Nicole Melichar-Martinez. Uh, so what are your thoughts on Ellen Perez? She's the only Aussie left. Yeah, so, yeah, flying the flag. Um, they've played awesome this year together. Um, they've won a couple of titles. Um, really cruisy semi uh, quarterfinal win, sorry, 6-love, six 6-3. Six Made light work of their opponents. Um, yeah, a lefty from New South Wales, super crafty, super athletic. Um, lovely gal as well. Um, she's also in the live rankings at the moment, just gone into the top 10 in the doubles rankings. So pretty exciting for her, but hopefully they can keep going. Two more. Yes, hopefully um, yeah, so. Never hopefully under, so. Yeah, don't count them out. Oh, we, uh, we're looking forward to seeing Ellen Perez mm-hmm. in action uh, alongside her partner in Melachar and, yeah, the, uh, the number six ranked uh, women's doubles team in this tournament. And uh, Ellen Perez, as you mentioned, is flying the flag. Why don't we bring it home here to, uh, to WA to finish off, Marissa, before I do let you go. What's going on at, uh, at Tennis West right now? And, and here in WA, when it comes to tennis, I was speaking to, uh, to Rob Kennedy a bit earlier on this morning, and he's up in Kununurra doing uh, great work for Tennis West. And yeah, he's working real hard. So, so what is going on? Yeah, so um, Rob's tacked on to the second week as a Kunnaran Halls trip, uh, Halls Creek, sorry, regional roadshow. Um, so we've been up this the second week. Um, part of our team's been up there in the north, delivering Red Bull competitions, First Nation squads, cardio tennis, school sessions, teacher PDs and workshops, and just upskilling volunteers who want to deliver sport to the community when um, there's no TA qualified person that can do it. Just trying to create more regular play in the regional communities. So they're doing a really good job up there in Kununurra. Um, yeah, regional north has been hit hard the last couple of months. I've spent a lot of time travelling up there to taking tennis to the community, which has been awesome. Um, talking metro today in the metro, um, 
Scott Rollins from Queensland was over here, so he's the um, coach development educator, and he delivered a workshop on serve and return at the State Tennis Centre. There was about 35 coaches um, from all over Perth attended that workshop, which was great. Um, and then on the weekend, um, we had the Special Olympics tournament this Sunday at the State Tennis Centre, um, which is super exciting to be able to host that again. And uh, Brett Patton, he's not giving you a hard time at all, is he? <laughs> no, he's a good man. All right, good to hear, good to hear. Uh, shout out to you, Brett. Uh, obviously a 91.3 Sport FM. Uh, big friend, uh, of course, hosted uh, a great show uh, for a number of years here and uh, doing a great job at Tennis West. Uh, Marissa, it's been a pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time, talking the latest in tennis, and uh, we wish you all the best. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. And uh, there she goes, Marissa Giannotti. Uh, she does a great job uh, with Schools and Pathways at Tennis West, former ex-touring uh, player herself. So uh, a big thanks to her for jumping on the show.